This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel Al-Sudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. Folks, many of you reach out to me and you say, Nathan, so many guests on your show talk about the importance of batching. But whenever I try and batch, you tell me this. You go, Nathan, they don't book back-to-back times. So you, or they don't show up after they book. It's frustrating. The answer is, guys, you have to use smart tools. I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. I'll tell you specifically how I use it later on in the episode. This is episode 535. Coming up tomorrow morning, you guys will learn from Mark Godley. He's the CEO of HG Data. They've raised 24 million bucks and did 10 million in 2016 revenue, helping B2B companies get accurate data. Top Tribe, good morning. Our guest this morning is Dominic Vasikar. He is currently an associate, an associate at Hummingbird VC, but was previously the co-founder at Spaceship and some other startups, including Growth at Nestpick. Dominic, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes, definitely. Bring All it right. on. Good, 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 good. So tell us first, uh, what does Spaceship do and how, uh, kind of what was your revenue plan? How'd you make money? Mm-hmm. Um, so we started Spaceship as a sort of a spin-off or a side project uh, when we put together a simple lead generation tool for uh, various social media uh, where people could basically um, get emails from our Twitter followers or from Facebook followers and so on. And um, this was sort of like a small tool that we launched uh, via Product Hunt. Um, we had a lot of people using it um, starting from the first day. Uh, many of those users came back to us. Uh, if basically, we could um, do the lead generation for them because they weren't so so digitally native or they didn't want to set it up themselves. So what we basically uh, pivoted to was a lead generation company where we basically uh, built up uh, additional tools and um, internal proprietary algorithms to generate um, huge amounts of leads uh, for various companies. Um, at the end, uh, we, we came to somewhere around 60 different sources, including over 40 million commercial websites, all sorts of business directories, um, government registries, um, all social media, and pretty much um, anything which, which contains any company information. And then basically how it worked is that a company, let's say some, somebody like Lending Club or um, Dutch company Katawiki or somebody um, like that would come to us, they would describe their um, usual uh, customer profile or their ideal customer profile. And we would basically first search um, for the size of our entire target audience. So we would tell them, let's say there is um, 25,000 people um, who might be um, interesting for you because um, they are um, they are in your target group. And we would basically generate um, verified and accurate uh, contact details of those professionals for them. And what was the revenue model? Is this a SaaS business or a pay-as-you-go? Uh, it was pretty much pay-as-you-go. We had um, quite a few customers on a monthly plan when we would, let's say, um, get somewhere between uh, five to 10,000 contacts uh, or prospects uh, from us on a monthly basis, but uh, but most of the revenue was uh, pay-as-you-go. Okay, how many uh, customers did you have on the monthly plan? On a monthly plan? Um, well, in total, we had somewhere around 800 uh, customers monthly. I would say 10% of that was on a monthly plan. 
okay, so you had 800 total customers, uh, about about 10% you said was monthly, the rest were pay as you go. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Okay, and give us some of the, the history. So when did you launch the business? Uh, we launched our business in October 2015. Um, that was, as I, as I explained, uh, was simple uh, lead generation tools. And then somewhere around December, January, we pivoted into uh, lead generation. Mm-hmm. And then we were basically running it um, for the last, let's say, 12 months or so. And Dominic, in your in your first year in business, 2015, uh, what was mm-hmm. total revenue? Um, well, 12-15 was uh, just one month of revenue. Um, so I, I'm not really sure um, how much was it. Um, but uh, in total, it was uh, somewhere close to a quarter of a million um, in, in the first 12 months. Uh, in the first 12 months, you said. And you, how, so you said this was early 2015 you launched or late 2015? Yeah, yeah, late, late, oh, late. Uh, okay, so you've done in total right now, really, because it's been about a year. You've done about a quarter of a million yeah. bucks in revenue through it. Yeah. And what's the, okay? So I want to kind of transition a bit here. So you're currently an associate at a venture capital firm called Hummingbird. Walk me through <laughs> going to the dark side. Why did you decide to make a transition? <laughs> well, it was a bunch of things. Yeah. So like uh, I've been starting up or setting up online businesses since I was like 16 or 17, and um, I have done a lot of marketplaces. I've also been involved in growth of uh, quite a few different companies, and um, then we we started building um, companies such as Spaceship and a couple of once and uh, I got to a stage when I felt that I'm building agency businesses uh, which are uh, very difficult to scale and um, I basically felt that I have to move on and uh, do bigger things and learn from um, some really, really smart people and uh, the two partners of Hummingbird, uh, Barent and Firat, um, are some of the two smartest people I met uh, in Europe um, who, who are let's say active around startups so I, I, I thought about like what would be the best next step and um, somehow um, this, this, um, this offer came, came in and I decided um, let's, let's take it and let's, let's make the switch and uh, learn from the best. And so hold on, so that was why you switched into Spaceship or that's why you switched into Hummingbird? Um, that was why I switched to a hummingbird. So like in, in brief, um, I basically felt that I, I, I need to learn a lot more and I le- need to learn how to how to build scalable businesses um, at a bit of a different level than what I did before. Got it. And so what's the plan? What will happen with Spaceship? Are, are, are you guys, are they looking for like a soft exit? Have they rate, you know, is, is it funded or is it bootstrapped? Uh, it was it was bootstrap from the very beginning. So like uh, we invested uh, seven dollars into it in the beginning. <laughs> Come on, Dominic, just seven bucks. Yeah, just That's seven bucks. That's a subway just, sandwich. Yeah, we just bought the domain. That was it. That was the <laughs> first. Like that was the only seed seed that we put into it. That's great. So what do you think those guys will do that are still building it? What what's the team size? Um, it's somewhere around fifteen people now. Um, uh-huh. Basically, my fo- my co-founder is now taking over, and um, he's planning to pivot our business a bit um, to make it a bit more scalable and automated. Um, so, let's say um, somewhere close to a bit closer to, let's say, Mattermark or Crunchbase, or so, um, when where you have some kind of a automatically updated database. Let's say. Oh, interesting! Very cool. Um, all right, so let's let's switch to the VC side now. Um, how long have you been at Hummingbird? How many months? Um, I think it's somewhere close to um, two months now. Two months. Okay. So, what, I mean, what does your day look like? What's your role there? Well, it's 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 not a usual role. Let's say uh, it's it's a combination of things. So, uh, one of the reasons uh, why Hummingbird wanted me to join is um, to to help them build, uh, let's say, a radar for startups. So, I'm basically bringing in my previous experience uh, from lead generation, and we are going to bring it to to VC world. So, we basically want to build this. Um, yeah, let's say Raider or some kind of like a small stock uh, exchange, uh, which is basically going to track um, interesting companies and uh, identify them for us. 
So this is one of my roles. Uh, second one is uh, my usual, let's say, VC VC job. Uh, where like, yeah, I have to screen a lot of companies. I'm also um, talking to a lot of founders, um, doing some doing some due diligence, looking at a bunch of different deals, and um, basically helping the deal flow. Do you think well, the, the product? It sounds like you're kind of building a product inside of the VC firm, plus also doing the traditional kind of VC stuff. The product yeah. that you just described though sounds like a CB Insights or PitchBook or Mattermark or Crunchbase. How will yours be different? Well, um, it's 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 close to it. Um, we just look at different variables. Um, so we we don't want to like solely rely on Mattermark, as you can imagine. Um, pretty much every single firm is now um, running on CB Insights or Crunchbase or Mattermark data. You know, when they are exporting those those lists, uh, we want to be a step further. So um, we want to basically put in uh, more and more sources, and um, we basically want the we want to build some kind of a, let's say machine learning or artificial intelligence, which basically helps us to do the initial screening for us. So we don't have to go through like 300 columns of di- of different companies and like look up every single company. We we want to be like a step step ahead. So we want to basically um, the engine to just show us let's say five or 10 or 20 companies daily which are really interesting and uh, which would basically pass our initial screening without us having to look at it what manual variables would you seed your kind of machine with so that it appropriately surfaced those five to ten companies in other words are you looking for companies that are bigger than you know 10 million in arr and the b2b SaaS space or kind of what inputs are you going to manually put in yeah um well it's, it's it shouldn't be manual at all yeah so like this is this is one thing it should be fully automated um but um secondly about the variables so um for b2b as you can imagine is uh, very different than for instance for b2c marketplaces so uh, what we are doing now is uh, basically putting those variables together for different fields um, we are pretty strong in uh, marketplaces we have for example investment in delivery um, one of let's say the european unicorns when it comes to um, food delivery and um, we are basically putting together all sorts of data points, such as um, Alexa ranking combined with um, the year founded, combined with uh, employee growth, uh, combined with um, traffic estimate growth, um, combined with um, a bunch of other things, uh, including social media data, some estimates of revenues. And um, at the end, it comes comes to somewhere around 50 different data points, uh, which we basically put into into some kind of a formula which is basically going to help us identify those startups but as you can imagine like um you don't have this uh, those data points for every single company so like the trick and the biggest challenge that we are facing now is um to to updating this uh, data as as frequently as possible and um to to having the formula count um, or estimate uh, for us um, as much as possible so we don't have to do uh, anything manually I'm trying to get a sense though of where you see an opportunity here because all those variables you just mentioned are variables that that the folks I already mentioned also factor into their their programs. Is there some unique thing or relationship you're looking for, or correlation between maybe a bunch of these different inputs where you think it's going to lead to you know valuable deal flow for you that others aren't seeing? Well, if I tell you, then, <laughs> then somebody else might implement it. But let's just say that we are also oh, looking. Come on, into- Dominic, you're not entrepreneur. You can't be scared <laughs> of ideas. You know it comes down to execution. Well, I, I do, you know, but um, I also um, have some contracts signed and so on. So, like, uh, I need to well, be te- careful. Teach, about us, that. teach us what you can. Uh, I'll just I'll just disclose that we are also looking at um, some team variables and some some language variables, let's say, and some uh, natural language processing connected. Uh, to I see. I see. Got it. Okay, good. That's helpful. Otherwise, I'm sitting here going, this guy's a smart guy. Why is he going to build the same thing that already exists? So you'll kind of layer <laughs> on your own stuff, which you can't necessarily talk about related to, uh, you know, sentiment analysis, things like that. Yeah, like like one of the things that Hummingbird is really like very good at is um, sort of identifying the founder's DNA. And that's something that we want to also deeply embed into into the product that we are going to build. So Very um, cool. Very cool. I, I'm just going to say that. 
Very good. Okay. And then what kinds of, uh, what kinds of deals are you guys looking for specifically? And this is for folks listening who maybe are other VCs putting together syndicates or entrepreneurs. Where do you guys specialize? Would you say? Well, like, um, I would say we mainly specialize in uh, B2C marketplaces. Um, it can be either, um, customer to customer or it can be business to customer. Um, I think that's our main area of expertise. Um, currently we are also looking at a bunch of uh, B2B deals. Um, in our portfolio, we have a um, relatively, or like, let's say successful company, which is called uh, Showpad. Um, they raised, um, $50 million in uh, May, 2016. Uh, we are very happy with, um, their execution and their progress. And, um, yeah, we are looking for to, to invest in, in similar companies. So I would say uh, B2C marketplaces, uh, B2B um, SaaS uh, products. And uh, then we have a couple outliers, um, such as, uh, for example, Kraken, which is the leading uh, Bitcoin exchange. And we also have, uh, I believe, one or two um, hardware startups. In the B2B enterprise space, do you like to be first in? What round do you typically like to invest in? Our sweet spot is um, Series A, or let's say a tiny bit before uh, Series A. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's where we like to be involved in um that's where we see a product market fit um usually teams are formed and um yeah it's it's basically ready for the scaling up usually and are you looking for you know the company to be more or less than say like a million bucks in arr do you have a kind of an AR, an arr target well this this is the usual one what you mentioned um but, uh, yeah i would say for most of the vcs i met and it's also the case for us we are looking at somewhere around a um, hundred thousand dollars at uh, monthly recurring revenue um, which would translate to somewhere around a million arr um, sometimes it happens that um, the arr can be a bit lower or it can be uh, on the other hand a bit higher um, but as, as you said most of the vcs uh, that you're going to speak to are going to tell you this figure yeah, very cool. Well, good. Well, uh, I'll keep that in mind as I talk to CEOs and entrepreneurs here on the show every day. Many of them sometimes are looking for capital. Uh, if they're a good fit, I'll send them your direction. Um, la- you. Last question here. I- I've had some time kind of while we were talking about Spaceship to also kind of look at the thing. I am actively executing a roll up um, in this space. So if you go to the topinbox.com, I've acquired many, many companies already kind of in the uh, uh, kind of get leads, email the leads, send later, set reminders, close deals kind of space. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think, uh, would you be open to introducing me to who, the, your founder who's still at Spaceship? I'd love to talk to him to see if there's a way to partner or even buy the company. Yeah, definitely. Um, I can I can make my introduction. Uh-huh. That would no, be great. But... All right. Well, Dominic, let's wrap this thing up. Where's the best place for folks to connect with you online if they want to follow you as you're building the business or the, the VC firm? Um, well, I'm trying to be quite active on Twitter. So uh, Twitter is probably the best um, best channel. I'm also on LinkedIn. So um, yeah, great. I would say those two. Guys, I get asked all the time, Nathan, you host all these interviews, hundreds of them per month. How do you do them efficiently? And guys, the answer is simple. People always agree to my calendar, back-to-back meetings. I batch my interviews to stay very efficient. And the way that I do it is I use a tool called Acuity Scheduling at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. And the reason I use them is very simple. They keep my no-show rate very low because they send out reminders about when the interview or the meeting is coming up. And also they make it very easy to schedule time, right? I don't have to go back and forth via email 10,000 times with people I'm trying to meet with. Okay, at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Helps me so much. And by the way, look, I like have so many meetings. I'm the best at meetings. Okay, I do them back to back. Very, very efficient. You guys know me. 
many people say I'm the most efficient they've ever seen. Okay, so I use the tool, it's so efficient. And by the way, I got Gavin, I said, Gavin, he's a CEO. I said, I want a great deal for my people. He said, Nathan, well, most people get a 14 day trial, isn't that great? I said, no, he's giving us a 45 day free trial at nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. That's not gonna stay up forever, so go get it now. nathanlatka.com forward slash schedule. Top Tribe, we'll link to those in the show notes at nathanlatka.com forward slash the top five, three, five. Again, that's forward slash the top five, three, five. Dominic, we're going to finish with the famous five. These are one word answers. You ready? Sure. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Um, zero to one. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Mm, not really. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Acuity Scheduling? I'm a big fan of Stripe right now. Number four, yes or no, do you get eight hours of sleep every night? No. And what's your situation? Married, single, do you have kids? Um, I have a girlfriend. <laughs> okay, girlfriend. So no kids that you know of? No. <laughs> <laughs> and how old are you, Dominic? I'm 24. All right, 24. So last, uh, last question. Take us back four years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Oof, many things. Um, like for me, the biggest, the biggest learning is always like, well, let's say the biggest um, value that I'm striving for is to look back and not feel stupid about the, the way I acted and about the things I do. And as long as this is the case, I feel that I'm progressing. So um, I would like to keep this in mind and um, focus on this in, in the future as well. All right, Top Tribe, there you have it from Dominic. Make sure when you look back on your history, you feel a little stupid because you're overambitious or you took good risks. His favorite book is Zero to One. He grew Spaceship. They did about a quarter million bucks in revenue, 800 customers. And then he jumped over to the VC side at Hummingbird VC, where they're looking for all kinds of B2C, marketplace, and B2B deals. Dominic, thank you for taking us to the top. Thank you for having me. If you enjoyed Dominic today, go back and listen to Darian yesterday. He's the 29-year-old CEO of Radius, which raised $100 million, and he's helping expand B2B sales pipelines. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday.